Amen, amen. Well, we're going to jump right in. Today, we're going to be talking about facing the future. How's that sound? Well, good. I'm glad because we're going we're to jump right on in there. And, there. and that really sets my first line up with our I said, some people are very excited about their future. You know, because they're thinking about what, you know, what's ahead. Great anticipation. Uh, you know, they, they see opportunity. They see growth, fulfillment, things like that. Or others might be overwhelmed by what's ahead. Amen. What's going on? Maybe it's sickness. Maybe it's uh, things are not going the way that uh, you had thought. Maybe it's uh, aging. Maybe it's just change. Uh, you know, the thought of the unknown is very scary for some folks. Amen. But I'm going to tell you what. That's why we preach Jesus all the time. Because one thing you can know is where you go when you leave here. Amen. I say this over and over and over when I share my faith with folks. And I said, you know what? You might not know when you're going, but you can know where you're going. So we always want to make sure that we make the most of every opportunity to share Jesus Christ with the world. Whether it's at your workplace, whether it's with your family, uh, or maybe, you know, it's at, in a line or whatever like that at, uh, at the grocery store. But you know what? We're always uh, to give account of what we believe. Are you guys already ready for that? I know you are. I know you are. And I appreciate everybody jumping on in. So we're talking about facing the future. And the Lord led me to this scripture right here. If you got your Bibles, we're going to be primarily in Psalm 32, 8. And I'm going to read that to you. It says, the Lord says, how many know that's a good thing? When the Lord said it, we can bank on it, can't we? Amen. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best path for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. And there's only a handful of words on there, but I want to tell you what. That's powerful, isn't it? God doesn't have to use a whole lot of words because he's God and he can speak the truth right into your life. So I pray today you can face the future with confidence in Christ. Everybody feeling confident in Christ this morning? Amen. Amen. We're going to keep on going so we can walk along the best path, hear from the Lord and know that he's watching over us. If you just meditated on that all the time, you know, when you wake up in the morning, think about that. When, when things are up against, you know, your back's up against the wall. Think about this. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best path. Not just any old path, the best, best path, because God wants what? The best for his children, amen? Did God give his best? Absolutely, absolutely. For your life, I will advise you. Anybody ever need to hear from the Lord? Constantly, amen? All right, we want, we want his wisdom. And watch over you. We have the protection in that as well. So let's keep on rolling with that. So when we're just looking at the things here, I, I thought about this as the Lord was just unpacking this message in my heart this week. And he said to me, he says, you know, many people are running the race with no direction. We just take off running. See, sometimes we think, well, if we're being still, we're not being productive. And I want to help you with that today. That doesn't always apply. If we're being still in the Lord, sometimes that's the best place to be. Because God's moving all these things into place so that you can be a mirror of Christ for somebody else. And he can be a blessing in your life. Amen. I really believe God loves his children, don't you? Absolutely. So I want you to understand that everything that comes into our life has been poured through the hands of God in, in, in a loving manner. Not all these things that we don't necessarily understand. I don't understand why this is happening, why this is happening, all these things. But we can rest in knowing that God will never leave us or forsake us. Amen. And so when we get that down in our heart, that allows us to keep moving and keep pressing in and facing the future with great anticipation and hope. Amen. So when I think about the confidence that we have in Christ... I said, confidence brings peace and peace brings comfort, which brings rest. I'm not talking about being lazy. I'm talking about that peace that passes all understanding. If you've ever had a restless time in your life, peace is priceless. Amen. When, when you finally get to that place where you go. Oh, and we just give it to the Lord. 
And it's amazing when you meet folks that walk with the Lord and have been through some tremendous things in their life. And they can respond. Isn't that something? Those are the folks I want to get around. Right? Those folks I want to. What's God doing in your life? I used to say that all the time. I talk to somebody, I say, hey, how you doing? Tell me what God's doing in your life. And you'd be amazed because some people go, I don't know. If I asked you that question, just, just for purposes for in here today, if I said, so what's God doing in your life? Would you have to really think about it? Or would you say, man, God woke me up today. You know what? God's working in my family, even though it's not where I want it to be, but God's working in that because he's got me on the best path, amen? And he will advise me, amen? And he will protect me. You see, so, so think about that. What's God doing in my life today? You know, a lot of times we think that, that God takes the day off. I don't know why people think that. Never read that in the Bible of you. He's all, he's, he's all knowing. He knows everything. He knew who was going to be here today. He knew what the message was going to be on. He's not wringing his fingers and, and hands going, boy, I, I, hope, I hope Buddy can make it today. Boy, I hope, I hope Miles is going to, going to be there today because he really needs to hear this or this one needs to hear that or we all need to hear it, Amen. And I'm talking to me first. So well, as we pray about these messages, uh, I, I just thank you for lifting up your pastor throughout the week and, and our families and your church family. Because I believe there's power in prayer. Amen. My well, man, Mr. Charlie, come walking in here by himself today. Ain't that a praise? Give the Lord a hand clap. Yeah, went through that knee surgery. We, we believe God is in the healing business. Amen. All types of, of blessings. But I, I want to talk about that today. And one of the things that really laid on my heart, I hope you have your, your handouts just does a good job on that, getting them out. And I appreciate that. We're going to jump in and we're going to talk about direction. Everybody ready? Say amen. amen. All right. Here we go. You know, sometimes the best way to get an answer on something even in your own life, you might have to ask yourself a question. What's going on here? What's happening? And so when I'm working on a message, I said, you know, what or who is setting the direction in my life? Think about that. I want you to ask that question to yourself. What or who is setting your direction? If we have no direction, we have no path to follow. We flounder through the life that God's given us, tossed back and forth, and we start to get frustrated. We start to get disappointed. We lose that connection, so to speak, a little bit. How many? It's good to have some good communication. Do you got time for a story? Years ago, I've always worked two jobs, you know, and uh, and and for a long time, me and my buddy. Did all the, the, the deliveries for three of the mattress discounter stores for six and a half years. Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturdays. I've been up more. That's why these knees are like they are. I've been upstairs, downstairs, crossed up, everything else. Had a mattress blow out of the, of the uh, back of the truck at 50 miles an hour. Thank the Lord nobody got killed. It was right down here by the cemetery. And when it finally stopped, it hit up against the uh, tombstone. You know? And it's like, <laughs> rest in peace. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> Just said, rest in peace. You're right, son. And let me tell you, when I brought that back with the grass stain on it, I thought I was going to have to rest in peace because I thought I was going to have to buy it. But the reason I say about that, and this is kind of funny, but it's a perfect example. Me and my buddy Earl, we would go all over the place. And I've, I've mentioned this before. I had the advantage. Just before you had a GPS or all that, we had to have the maps and all this. Well, Earl was a meter reader for Virginia Power. And he had a, a just, he was amazing about, I could tell him my address. He could tell you what type of dog they had because right? he's a meter reader. And he'd tell you if they had a boat in the yard or whatever. He could tell you about where, oh man, that's good. He said, don't worry about it. I got that one. I got that one. Look this one up or whatever. No GPS or anything like that. Well, I never forget. Earl wanted to go golfing this particular Saturday. And I said, why did you set this tea time? You know how many deliveries we got? 
Oh, you worry too much. He worries none. Okay? Y'all know he don't worry. But I said, we got to get this done. So we're out here and we're running around. We go to this big apartment complex, had a king-size mattress. And we're looking around. I'm looking for apartment J. And we look down here and I look and look and look and we look around. And I said, okay, it, it must be up there. They are having a party, baby. They're hanging over. Woo, yeah. Everything. I said, Lord, we got to go up there. And I said, hey. They go, hey. You know, <laughs> hanging over the side. I said, is Jay up there? They said, yeah, come on up. You need any help? I said, no, we get it. We went up the first step. We went up the second. We got all the way up there. The guy said, look out. They're bringing something up here. We got a, man, the Cheetos and the beer's flying and the music's going. And we get it all up there. He said, Jay's, Jay's in the bathroom. He'll be right back. <laughs> I said, what? We were like in G or H, whatever. Little miscommunication. I did get a bag of Cheetos before I left. I thought, man, isn't that just like, yeah. Hey, is Jay here? Yeah. Jay's in the bathroom. I'm at apartment Jay. Oh, you didn't say that. I didn't. But see, we miss that sometimes, don't we? Down we go. Down we go. And back around the other side. It's funny how God will remind you of some of the stupid things you do sometimes. You know, the Lord must say, watch this. There they go. There they go. There they go. There they come back down. But, you know, I thought about that. I said, you know, what is the whole setting? What am I doing here? So, you know, I got to have a purpose in what's going on. But so many times we, we just start in the middle of the story, don't we? We just start in the middle of the story. How many married folks? Did I need to say anything else? I mean, sometimes because I know exactly what the whatchamacallit is on the thing I'm a Bob. Don't you? Yeah. I said, the whatchamacallit is over by the thing I'm a Bob down by the, the who's what's a. And she goes, what are you saying? And I go, I just don't understand this woman. <laughs> Does that happen to y'all? Oh, man, I thought y'all would laugh more about it. I guess it's serious crime there, isn't it? <laughs> but I tell you, I, you know, I, I get going because I'm thinking that I could see it. I know exactly the piece that I need. And usually it's in my pocket. And I look everywhere else and she goes, oh, your glasses are on your head. Or the screwdriver, don't sit down with the screwdriver in there. Those things happen sometimes. But we need to have good communication and good direction. Amen. Well, let's keep on rolling with that. The next thing I said, we need to put purpose as our priority. Let me tell you what I'm talking about there. I said, why am I doing what I do? Do you ever have a little inventory thing like that? Where will it lead me? Is this where God desires me to be? You ever think about that? And I, and I thought here, I said, you know, Am I on the right path or am I on the wrong path? And if it's not going to lead me where God wants me to be, then I need to, to do a couple of adjustments, don't I? I need to seek the Lord, right? Because what did the, what did the word say that we had on uh, Psalm 32? He said he will advise me. I think God advises us all the time, but do we listen? Somebody say amen if sometimes we need to listen a little bit better. Amen. I appreciate y'all being truthful and also not embarrassing your pastor because that's me right there for sure. Let's see what else we got here. God, allow God to give you a clear picture. Anybody ever take off running before they get all the pieces of the puzzle? Amen. And then you want God to bless your mess, right? You do. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to buy this. I want to do this. I want to fix this. And get out there. And guess what? You are overwhelmed because guess what? You didn't check with the Lord first. And, and that has happened at least once in my life. Or twice. Or three times. But it's kind of funny. I, I, you know, I, I'm a people watcher. I tell you that all the time. If I go to the mall and Denise is walking all around, I will sit down and just kind of hang out. 
Love watching people. It, it's, it's great. And then Denise said, oh, God, you, you, um, your, dad, your dad's talking to somebody else. I will hang out with anybody. I will. I mean, I will tear up daughters, tell them about Jesus, whatever. I don't care what you wear. don't care what color you are. I don't care. Don't make any difference. We went to a, this, this popped in my mind. We were playing somewhere in Fox Hill, and we went to eat pizza. And we ordered our pizza, and I seen a bunch of guys out on the back of the parking lot there drinking beer. I placed my order. I said, I got to talk to them. They're like, no. I said, man, get it out there. Go out there, share some Jesus, and get to pray with the guys. Now, I'm not telling you to do that on your own, but if the Lord prompts you, that's between you and the Lord. But sometimes I think, man, if somebody don't tell them, they just might not know. I'm so grateful that somebody came outside the church to tell me about Jesus. You know, what do we always say? The service starts when we leave here. So talking about what's the purpose and priority and things like that and allow God to give you a clear picture. I got a lot of good friends. I got to tell you a story on my friend. And I already asked him, he said, go for it, kid. Amen. You already know who it is. Well, my buddy and I like Mustangs. He picks us up, picks them up, cleans them up, trades them, sells them, whatever. He's got so many cars, it's amazing, right? He's got so many cars in his garage that he takes them off the frame, and he's figured out a way to bolt the, the, the carriage, not the carriage, but the frame, up to the ceiling. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? So anyway, there's a car that my buddy wants. He's been waiting for this car to come up for sale, but it's a little on the high side. So he talked to me and the guy I work with, and he says, Man, this car, he was telling us all about, this car is right. This car's only got 4,500 miles on it. It's perfect. I mean, he was giving me the whole deal, yeah. And this is the price. And I go, ooh. And he goes at it. And he says, I could do this. I know I could do this. He said, but, but I, I, I've been thinking about this. He said, I'll probably only drive the car 100 miles a month. Right? And he said, I'll have to clean up all my other stuff. By the way, he is single. <laughs> yeah, y'all let me figure that out, right? He's got stuff everywhere, but it's actually pretty straight. I will give it to him. And he says, I'll have to, I'll have to sell this. I'll have to move this. And, and the insurance is going to be more. And he's talking all through this thing, right? And he goes, I just don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know if that's probably what I should do or not. But anyway, so my buddy says to my other buddy, sounds like you got your answer, <laughs> right? He says, I'm only going to use it 100 miles a month. It's going to be very expensive. It's going to be more taxes. It's going to be more of this and all this. So my other buddy says, sounds like you got your answer. And my friend says, so you think I ought to get it, huh? <laughs> and I thought, what? What? And, and, it, and it just made me think about this. In the whole thing. Don't we do that in life? He still, the, the wants, it's not a bad thing to want. But he had laid out line upon line how this was going to stretch it, man. This is going to really, you know, I can make it, but, you know. Hey, and all this, so you think I ought to get it. Do we do that in our life? You know, we, we, the Lord says, that's not the best for you. Yeah, but I guess a little won't hurt. And, well, you know, you really should be doing this. And, and you know, the Lord's nudging us and, and all these things. And the next thing you know, we go, wow, I can't believe this happened. <laughs> right? Are we listening to the Lord? What did I say? The Lord will advise his children. Amen. I think he was advising my buddy. But you, you know what we always say? Do what you want. Amen. But those things right there, I can say I've done the same thing. And sometimes the Lord's work, voice sounds just like Denise. <laughs> Ever heard that? It sounds just like my wife. I told this story before, another car story real fast. There was an old-timey truck. I always wanted an old-timey truck. I got to come clean. I don't work on stuff. Amen? I clean it, everything else, but you don't want me, you don't want me with the rent. 
He really don't. I just bought like four the other day. I don't know why. <laughs> I got four wrenches. I go, they're shiny, aren't they? And anybody I work with, like, don't do that. Do the paperwork. So we go. And I just know that my wife is on the same sheet with me because she wants to see me blessed. She wants, this has been years ago, early on. And I said, wow. I went over and the guy told me what he wanted for that. I said, I'll tell you what. I'll be back in 30 minutes. Jumped in the car and I was excited until our noses met. Whoop. She said, what are you doing? I said, we're going we to go get that car. She said, we ain't going to get that truck. What have you lost your mind? And this is just like my buddy. He said, did you pray about it? I said, it's a good deal. She said, did you pray about it? And I said this, I'll never forget. I said, you just don't want me to have it because you know God don't think it's a good, good deal. She said, what'd you say? <laughs> I said, uh, you just don't want me to have it because, you know, God probably is not the best thing for me to do. And I had to laugh, but I was just like my buddy. So you mean we shouldn't get it? <laughs> and I even rode and went and got something to eat and tried to persuade her and all that. She, just, she never even said anything else because the Lord had already said it. So I said, well, let's just ride back by. I don't know why you do this to yourself. I ride back by thinking... The Lord's going to give my wife this great wisdom to say, go get it, baby. Went up there. It was gone. Probably a blessing. Amen. Probably a blessing because my couch has got some knots in that thing. I'd rather sleep in my own bed. Amen. I'm going to move on with that. So, you know, a lot of times we, we, when you hear those stories, you say, sure, I don't do that. You know what we do. We do. You know, the, you know the best thing to do. And you know the Lord's nudging you to yes or no or whatever. And you still, you just still keep trying to drive the bus. Amen. Well, I tell you, I hope today from laughing at me and my buddy that you know what? You find that we're all in the same boat sometime. Amen. So allow God to give a clear picture, but also take his lead in it. Amen. Let's keep on going. We got to die to self and live for God. Got to die to self and live to God. Have you ever thought about that? A life tuned to the Lord will always bring the best harvest for the kingdom. You believe that? If we're following along what God has spoken into our life, I didn't say it was always easy. I didn't say it's always comfortable. But I do believe it's the best. Amen. Do you believe it's the best? Let me hear you. Let's keep on going. Set the compass of your heart on Christ. I got a lot of stories today. The Lord was just bringing things. I think he was teaching me pretty good this week. Amen. I thought about this. Set the compass of your heart on Christ. And I started thinking about my life and how blessed I've been. And I started thinking about the number one thing that I've always loved to do is play music. I'm not the best at playing music, but that was always the best thing that I, that I could do, I felt like. But I tell you, when the Lord allowed me to preach the gospel, I love it. I love sharing a message. That's something that God put in my heart. And I started to think about all the things that God allowed me to do with, with the tool that he gave me. I have played places the size of your bathroom. And we played the Coliseum. That's from one end to the other, isn't it? I have played in street ministries. I have played at a lot of places I'm not going to bring up. <laughs> okay? All over the different places. We've played beside somebody's, they're, they're going home, their deathbed. We played, I played guitar in a, in a uh, I think we were in Texas. We were in an airport. And we had a layover. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, we did. I just broke that out and I just started praising the Lord. 
And people's filming and everything, but there's an opportunity to share Jesus in there. And a lot of people said, son, come over. Don't, don't sit by that man. Sit over here. You know? <laughs> they were moving their kids. You know, and I was like, man, this is the day we're ready. Come on, all together now. We were just, man. So, you know, any time that I could play guitar. I had a buddy of mine that had a, he, he was a builder. Well, he thought he was. Anyway, he would work on decks and everything else. He says, look, all these private parties, if you play guitar, you're there. Hey, man, need you to play a part. Not a problem. I said, where do you want me to set up? He said, I'm working on a deck. No problem, I'll play on a deck. Well, he must have just got started. He had two boards. I played on two two-by-fours. That was it. But it had a real nice light show because he would get in there and had the bug zapper on. He'd keep unplugging it back and forth. Like, he'd go, buddy on the deck, buddy on the deck. So the reason I was, <laughs> then he said, I remember that, right? So what I'm saying is all this stuff I thought was such a big blessing and doing that. And it's been great because God, through the thing that he gave me that I love the most, he allows me to use it to do the thing I love the most, to present the gospel. You know, I, I talk about this all the time and I say, hey, you know what? People say, oh, but it's easy for you to share your faith because you play guitar. You used to hear that. I said, hey, nothing but a six string crowbar. I'll use whatever I can to open up the door to get my foot in there to tell them about Jesus. How about you? What is the gift that the Lord has given you? But let's go back to this. What, why do you say all this? And I, and I thought about it. I got one more. I was just going back. I have played. This is probably what's wrong with my knees. I have played on top of pool tables. Play the guitar behind my head. Jeff, you ain't got to tell them all that. But the most crazy thing I thought of is when one of the bouncers that was about six foot seven, we'll leave him nameless, grabbed me because there was a big crowd. And he grabbed me and put me on his shoulders in the middle of a guitar solo. And we're going. And they got the light shows and they got the smoke machines. And he ran me right into a ceiling fan. <laughs> I was like, why you ran me? And they were going, Man! And all of a sudden, I say all this because my buddy told me the other day, he said, man, if the preaching thing don't work out, you got to write a book. I said, I'm trusting God. Because you know what? God can take you right where you are and make so much more out of that. But the reason I mention all these things, because about 90% of what I just mentioned, I had little or no direction. It was a me thing. It was, you know, I was just, that's what I did. That's what I do. But see, when I got some direction, things started to change. It's in a rock and roll band. We're staying busy. They had two bands. We're playing all the time. And God got a hold of my heart. Amen. And then they would let me play at youth groups. And they would entrust me with some other things. And I start seeing that the things of the world were using me up, but the things of God were filling me up. Aren't you glad? When you give it back to God, he'll use that thing that you love. Amen. He'll multiply it too. It was amazing because we had played all these times. And I probably had a handful of songs. Got saved. We got four CDs and got enough music to do two more. This is God's stuff. Give God all the glory. Next thing you know, we get to do a TV commercial. Then we got a website. We got some other things. God just started multiplying this stuff. And I know the Lord is just saying, just like with my buddy, hey, so you think I ought to just stay in the rock and roll business, right? And I remember one night coming into band practice, we would practice Tuesdays, Thursdays, and do a setup on, on Thursdays. So I would play guitar all the time. If I made a mistake, I would play 50 to 60 songs a weekend. If I made one mistake, I would come home at 3 o'clock in the morning, I would go over it. And I would go over it. I would go over it. I, was like, I would beat myself down so bad. And when you don't read music, you've got to memorize every single thing. You know? 
And I thought, isn't that, isn't that something? I put so much energy into that and it paid no eternal dividends. I wanted to do my best. And I thought, wow, if I had that same fervor and that same, same ugh, gusto to serve the Lord, how could God use my life? Well, you know what? There's some days I do better than others, but that is my goal, to, to serve God with everything I got, as hard as I can go. You guys think I'm kidding this, you know? I always think when I'm up here, if this was your last sermon, buddy, would it be your best one? Would, it be, would they understand how much you love the Lord? Would they understand how much grace God has poured out in your life? Because that's all it is. Would they understand that you know what? You're just a human. But Lord, you want to do right. And sometimes you don't. Would they understand that you know what? Man, we got to keep seeking the Lord every day over and over and over. But I go back to this and I tell these stories because you know what? You'll remember a story a lot more than you will anything else. You say, that guy's just crazy. I don't care if you laugh at me or not. If you get the point, the point is God will take you in the biggest mess and love you where you are. And he loves you so much he refuses to leave you there. And he paid such a high price. I want you to know that nobody pays a high price for something that's, that's worthless. They pay a high prices for something that is very valuable. And you and you and us. Are valuable, amen. All right, let's keep on rolling with that. Let's move right along here. I did. I did have one more. Can I get one little teeny story? I, I knew I had to write it down. Not all bad came out of that, amen. Remember, I told you about my mechanical ability. It's even worse in the wood shop. But I, some of y'all have heard this, but I've got some new face. I'm gonna tell you anyway. In the seventh grade, my shop teacher was a young shop teacher, and he found out I could play guitar. I got an A that nine weeks. Because I would get there at 7 o'clock and I would teach him how to do play songs. And let me tell you what. Johnny be good to get you an A if you do it right. Amen. <laughs> I just want to share that with you. And not only that, I forgot. He made me a footstool. Because I messed it up. He said, don't worry about that. Show me the song. Can you, can you tell me what's going on? I'll, I'll fix it. So he was fixing my stuff and I was recording stuff. And I, I got an A. So God's good. Moving right along. Just want to share that with you. It's not all bad. <laughs> Let's go to corrections. Amen. So we talk about direction. Now we want to talk about corrections. Usually when you think about corrections, we think about failure. We think about pain. It doesn't always have to be like that. I look at it this way. God gives fresh starts. I have talked to a lot of people in 17 years of ministry. And I don't think I've ever talked to anybody that in some point in their life that they wouldn't mind having a fresh start. How about you? Amen. Yeah, a fresh start somewhere along the line. Aren't you glad that God gives fresh starts? And I, and I thought more and more about that. And, and I said, man, look at all the fresh starts God has given me. See, you've got to insert yourself in the story. It can't just be about somebody else. It has to be about you and Christ. And God gives us fresh starts. Let's keep on rolling here. I said, there's freedom in walking with the Lord. And I want to read what the Lord gave me to write down. I said, I bet some folks might think that's false. But I bet they're the ones that are not walking, walking with the Lord. I want you to listen to this right here. That's what the Lord gave me. I said, see, the world believes that following Christ means you give up everything. But a believer knows whatever you lay down just made room for God to put his best in your hand. Amen. Amen. See, those are the things that God will speak to your heart when you simmer down. All the time, I would hear people in the thing. See, th see, the enemy would try to take the thing that I love and twist it on God. I thought, well, for God, I wouldn't be able to play the guitar. 
I can't believe you're, you're leaving that, you know, your band stuff to go play for church. I tell you, you must not know Jesus. You know, I got a good deal here, right? God is good. Use what God's given you no matter what it is for his glory. It'll be a blessing to you. I'm going to read that one more time. See, the world believes that following Christ means you give up everything. But a believer knows whatever you lay down will just make more room for what God has for the best in your life. That's the, that's the God we serve, a loving God, amen? And there's freedom in that. Talk about more correction. God brings correction out of love, amen? I say anything that comes through the hand of God comes out of his amazing love for us. He sees the big picture. God is love and God loves you. Do you believe the Lord loves you today? Just because you're nice. Just because you do everything right. Does he love you on your worst day? Amen. That'll set you free, won't it? Let's keep on going. I'm talking about the future. I say this. Just because your today was terrible doesn't mean your future will be a failure. So many times we allow what happened yesterday, last week, last year to ruin the rest of our life. Have you ever met anybody that continues to live in the past? Whether, and, and let me tell you, even if it's the old football days or whatever, I know I talk about the rock and roll stuff, but I tell you what, I talk about that as a platform to show you where God's brought me. And there's still more room for me to grow. Absolutely. I'm telling you what, I'm thankful, but I can tell you what, I know who the Lord is, and I know that God is, is, is full of grace, and I'm thankful for that. I'd never even step up here if it wasn't for that. But I want to tell you what, God will take you right where you are. So if today is a bad day, I want to tell you that your, your future uh, doesn't have to be, amen? God gives us fresh starts. Let's keep on going with that. I said, Friday sure looked bad, but Sunday changed the world. Anybody know what I might be talking about? I'm talking about the resurrection. The resurrection. When we think about that, the, 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 the disciples, they'd been walking with Jesus three and a half years, some of them. And he had taught them and they saw miracles and he saw all these things. But on that Friday... They saw him put to death for you and me. They saw that. Can you imagine the, the, their hope just crushed? Can they imagine? They were overwhelmed. Think about it. Just from a friend, losing a friend, just from losing a loved one. But they're saying, but I thought, I thought everything was okay now. But you know what? They forgot their, their pain and their fear got so great in their life that they forgot all that he had promised and all that he had said. Have you forgot what he's promised? Have you forgot what he said in your life? Friday sure looked bad, but Sunday changed the world, amen? I'm gonna tell you, Sunday's coming. And you know what? Sunday can be today. It can be tomorrow, it can be whenever. But today, I pray that you see it today. And that's what I, I, I want to celebrate that each and every day. You know, we get all cranked up and, and, and we should. Because as we celebrate Resurrection Day, we, we really take a minute and get our minds wrapped around the very core of what we believe as Christians. The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But you know what? I want you to keep that in mind. Because on your darkest hour, God's got the light coming right around the bend. I said, if you're living in a dark Friday situation, be encouraged. A bright Sunday is coming your way. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to tell you what. God is alive. Amen? Do we serve a risen Savior? Absolutely. I, thought, I wrote a few things here. I said, think about it. I said, Christ on the cross 
pointing the direction for us. I said, they missed the sign, but he didn't miss the mark. Perfect, perfection, perfect timing. Everything went down just the way it was supposed to. You are not here by accident. You are not here by mistake. You're not going to be listening on, on the website later just because oopsie-daisy, I stopped by. You're going to hear that because God knows what you need when you need it. Amen. But I hope that we're listening and are, are, are able to just put uh, ourself aside and feed on what God has for us. Amen. That's the power of the resurrection. Let's keep on going. I want to speak on that just a little bit and uh, we'll be moving on here. I said the resurrection is a game changer. This changed everything for everyone in the whole world that believes. Do you believe that? Let's take a look at this. I want to just walk through these very quickly. It changed. It, it had an ability for fear to be changed to freedom. Think about that. When you come to Christ, you, you can leave that fear behind because you know that Christ is who he said he was. Amen. So we changed fear. Changed to freedom. Death changed to life. You're secure in Christ. Amen. You guys ought to be shouting. What else do we got? Sickness changed to health. Amen. We can hold on to the promises of God. He says, by his stripes, we are healed. Doubt changed to faith. Sin changed to forgiveness. Aren't you glad? The law changed to grace. And I said, you know what? Oops, excuse me. Got a little I said, your hell changed to heaven. You have a new direction, amen? I talked about it a few weeks ago. A good friend of ours, Uncle Junior. And I went to see him when they said he was on his deathbed. Only God knows when you're going out of here. And, I, and it's worth repeating again. And I went and saw him and they had painted me a picture that was so bad of my friend. I did not know what to expect. And I prayed and I, and I said, Lord, prepare my heart. Lord, I pray that he knows you, Lord. And if he doesn't know you, give me an opportunity to share him with you because I know the time is getting close. I mean, no, it's, not, it, it's always better to know sooner, amen? But you know what? God's still holding out his hand for each one of us. And I got there and he looked great, if you ask me. And I thought, what are you doing? I know some of you have heard this, but it's worth repeating. I said, man, they told me you were on the way out. He said, son, if I listened to them doctors, I'd have been dead two days ago. And I still hold on to that because he was living it on his terms. And we talked. And I said, Uncle June, that's what I call him, Uncle June. I said, look, nobody knows when they're leaving here. I said, but I want you to know when you leave here, which way are you going? And he said, right there, I can see it just right now. He says, up. I said, why are you, why are you going up, Uncle June? He says, because I've asked the Lord in my life. He didn't say, well, because I'm a nice guy. He didn't say, because I'm a great fisherman. He didn't say, because I was a great dad. I've been a good friend to a lot of people. He didn't say, because I love my wife. He didn't say, because of what he had in his 401k. He said, because I asked the Lord into my life. I thought the conversation was going good before that. It went great after that. Because I knew, and you can know too, regardless of when God called him home, I'd see him again. Do you have that confidence in your life? Does your family have that confidence in your life? If, you're, if you do, I say amen. If you don't, I say oh me. Amen? And I hope today that you make that decision or respond to that gift of what God's doing. But also if you have family members or, or friends 
Don't wait. You know what? A lot of times people say, oh, here they're talking about church again. No, we're talking about Jesus. When we do have the opportunity to do things like we're doing with the CMA, Christian Motorcycle Association, that might just be the opportunity to say, well, you know, we're just going to have some folks out there. Maybe they'll come to that if they won't come to church. See, that's another avenue. Use it wisely. Use all those, those tools that God's put in your spiritual tool belt to bring others to the saving knowledge of Christ. Amen. Because let me tell you, it changed life change for eternity. Life change for eternity. And we can know that we know it changed it forever. I said, you know, we need to trust him today. We need to, to face the future by trusting in the Lord today. We never know what's going to happen. We never know what's going to happen. Right? But I know what already happened. God overcame. Amen. Jesus overcame. Had a preacher one time told us, uh, John, Pastor John Snow. He said, I read the whole book and guess what? What? We win. <laughs> I love that. He didn't make it hard. He said, I read the whole thing cover to cover and we win. Do you know that? See, when you're a believer in Christ, you win. When you're a believer in Christ, does that mean you never have a problem? No, but you never left alone. Amen. I want you to hear that today. The power of the resurrection is set before us today. Grab hold of it and allow God to move in your life, in your situation. Allow him to set the direction in your life to give you that purpose, right? You're not here by a mistake. There's something that he's got for you to do as a time such as this. You might be a problem solver in your family. You might be a problem solver. You might be the one that, that fixes some big deal. But I tell you, the greatest thing you'll have the opportunity you have is to share your faith with somebody. Can you imagine this? I told you this many times, many, many, many times. I got it led me to the Lord, older gentleman. And he told me, he said, I pray for you, son, twice a day, every day. He said, because I know what will be on your plate as a pastor. He said, I don't tell you that to scare you. I tell you that to let you know you're not in it alone. And he told me this. He said, son, with your life, ask God just to just let you lead one person, just one person to Christ. Well, I wasn't satisfied with that. Are you? I want everybody I know to know Jesus. I want everybody that, that hears this message to know Jesus. Because as a Christian, we know when somebody dies without Christ, what's left? There's hell. They make the decision, not you or I, not even God. They made the decision. When you refuse the only way to be saved, you have nothing else. Amen? You have nothing else. But it's given freely out of love. Don't miss that gift. Don't miss the direction. Don't miss the correction. And live in the power of the resurrection. I want to read this last scripture for us here. Again. Can you all read that with me? You ready? One, two, three, let's read. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best path for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Man, praise God. I don't even know what I could add to that. How could you add anything to that? But I will encourage you with this. I believe this. I believe that God has got us here today. And chooses to keep us here tomorrow. There's another story in your life. There's another song in your heart. There's another person that you can impact before you leave here. 
There's another child that maybe you can point in the direction of Christ. I believe there's more wisdom and guidance that God wants to funnel through you, in you, not just for you yourself, but for others, for your family, for your workmates, for the person that doesn't look like you and the person that doesn't act like you. Maybe for the person that don't care about you. Huh? That'll stretch you, won't it? One last story in closing. The Lord just put this on my heart. This has probably been three or four years ago. I was going to the store for my mother and I was coming back. And I saw a young guy working on his car. And he was trying to get it in his driveway. And I rode past him. And the Lord spoke to me. and said, you're going to let that man do that by himself? He's got a kid out there. And I stopped the car. And I got out. I said, hey, man, you need a hand? And he goes, yeah. And I saw some other guys coming down there. Pants hanging down, hair flipped backwards, all that stuff. I'm just setting the stage. I ain't judging, just setting the stage. And the Lord gave me bonus. I said, hey. They said, what? I said, this man needs a hand. You going to help me or not? They said, yeah, man, ain't no problem. Come over there. We pushed the man's car up in the yard. A Ford Escort with a bad tire. God used a Ford Escort with a bad tire to share Jesus with about eight people. And they gave their life to the Lord. Come on now. That's something. See, all I saw was this. Man, that guy better be careful. He's got that kid out there. And I kept driving. And I heard him, you going to let him do that by himself? He didn't, he, I mean, he just, he just asked me a question. It wasn't like, I can't believe. I just, you going to let him do that by himself? There's a small child out there. And it stopped me dead in my tracks. But I knew I needed help. I said, look around, see what you got. Hey, man, you going to help us? Not a problem. They took their hats off. They grabbed hands and we prayed and people got saved. And it was all because I took a little time. Was it a little inconvenience? Yeah, very little. I'm going to tell you what. I don't think the whole thing took eight minutes, but it changed people's lives and it changed their direction and it changed their future amen because that's what God does the Lord says I will guide you along the best path for your life that was the best path for my life to stop who cares if the ice cream sandwich melts because I'm going to tell you what if they don't know Jesus there's a whole lot of melting going on amen when they leave here but I'm going to tell you what what is it that God will put in your path today this week who will God put in your path today this week that you could share about the greatness of God. I don't know, but I pray that we're listening. I pray that if you're here today, that you know the power of the resurrection. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you for each one here, and I thank you for the power of the Lord Jesus Christ being our risen Savior. I thank you for those inconvenience, Lord, that we have an opportunity to just step out for you. I pray boldness for each one here, for each one that will hear the message later today and later this week. I don't care if they listen to it five years from now. It's not going to change because it's the word of God and he does not change. Amen. I want you to hear that today. I want you to hear that you can have confidence in Christ because he is risen. And when you put your faith and trust in him, you can know that you know. Amen. It's not a hope so, it's a no so. So I'm going to ask you today, do you know that you will spend eternity in heaven with God. If you're not sure, let me tell you how you can be sure, okay? The Bible says 
All of sin and fall short of the glory of God. All of us admits the mark. But he says he gives us a free gift of eternal life through his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And he says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So if that's you today, confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. And you will be saved. Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. That's the power of the risen Savior. Now, I always like to go a step further. If you're here today and you say, man, you are speaking to me. No, that's God speaking to you. And God's so good, he'd even use somebody like me. And he'd use somebody just like you. Matter of fact, he'll use you. And I pray today that you rest in the confidence of Christ, in the fullness of the Savior. And know that we serve a live and risen, resurrected God in the Lord Jesus Christ. I will guide you along the best path for your life, says the Lord. I will advise you and watch over you. Future. What's it look like? I believe it can look brighter and brighter every day. Even if things don't go the way you think they will, this life is temporary and it's moving pretty fast. But we're talking about all eternity and your eternity can start today by walking with the Lord Jesus Christ. Call on his name. Don't leave here today without knowing Jesus. Somebody say amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Praise the name of Jesus. Yes, indeed. I pray that you guys are blessed by that message today. And we just love praising the Lord here. And uh, I want to remind you all that you can hear and, and see more things that uh, the Lord has been using. Uh, all the different things that we have here as far as uh, uh, the handouts and the music or whatever it is. Anything that you see here is yours. Just want to take, it. take that as a tool to use that to further the kingdom. Allow God to use you in a mighty way this week. Amen. Let's praise the Lord. Let's stand to our feet and praise the Lord.